welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to Divorce Coaches Academy. I'm Tracy. I'm here with Deborah. And today we are talking about the danger of working without a signed coaching agreement. Uh, Sons flashing lights, alarms going off, (laughs) something we don't want to be doing as a professional practice in the work that we do as divorce coaches the power and importance of establishing and setting the the process for working with your clients is pivotal to having a signed coaching agreement. Absolutely. Simple, simple, but sometimes not so simple, Deb. Simple, simple. So before we start talking about the danger of it, I want to go back to talking about professional. Yes. Professional divorce coach. So starting that relationship off at a professional level, there is no other professional that you work with who doesn't have you sign an agreement before they start work. You go to the doctor's office, you fill out paperwork, you engage the services of an attorney or a mediator, you sign an agreement. You work with a contractor to remodel your kitchen, you sign an agreement. There's no other arena where you engage with a professional that there is not some sort of contract where you agree on what services are going to be provided, what payment is going to be provided, how your relationship is going to be defined. Why would we degrade ourselves to not be professional at that level? So I'm going to start there before we even start about the dangers to you and your practice is why would you not put yourself at that level that I'm a professional, we have a contract, we have an agreement. Yes. Yes, to formalize that process, to right. really to formalize that relationship. And 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 again, when I said it's simple but often overlooked, there are lots of individuals out there practicing within the divorce coaching space who don't really take this seriously. And if we want to be taken seriously, exactly what we were talking about, the professionalism of the practice of divorce coaching, then it needs to start in a professional manner. And having that signed contractual agreement does so many things, right? It not only defines each of our roles, uh, the coach's role and the coachee's role in that process, but talks about identification and confidentiality and pricing, Right. So there is a whole bunch of important things that really formalize that Mm -hmm. relationship rather than just having a, hey, yeah, I meet with this person on a weekly basis and it's sort of informal and that's what I do. Right. It dismisses the work that we do as professional practicing divorce coaches. Correct. Correct. And I want to spend some time getting into those individual components of the Mm -hmm. agreement and what we think is important to include. Um, But first off, I want to start with the fact that 
you should not be having a session with a client without a signed agreement. And we've talked about this before. Tracy and I both do not schedule a session with a client until A, we have that coaching agreement signed and B, we have payment. Absolutely. And and one of the primary reasons is there is liability, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of liability to proceed without a signed agreement. There is not a formalized process of understanding between the coach and the coachee. Mm-hmm. So yes, I will not, even if I know that that client says, yes, yes, I'm going to get that to you. No work commences until the receipt of the signed agreement. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now we go about delivering that to our clients in different ways. And there are a multitude of ways to do that. Um, And y'all know that Tracy and I go about running our businesses different ways. And isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome (laughs) that there are so many options out there? I happen to use an automated scheduling system. I have clients buy packages of sessions when I send them the link to schedule to purchase that package. My coaching agreement is an intake form. They have to read through the agreement, check a box that they agree before they can proceed to purchase the package of sessions. So mine is kind of a one-stop shop where they agree to the coaching agreement, then they make the payment for the session for the package of sessions, and then they can schedule their first session. So it's kind of an all-in-one thing. But Tracy, describe your process a little bit, how you do it. (laughs) So so everybody knows I like control, individual control. So for me, I, I engage in sort of more of a manual system, right? Where I have a tracking process, but after I do a consultation with a client and they're interested in proceeding, I will then email them a coaching agreement of which then they sign. And part of my coaching agreement once returned says then that an electronic invoice upon receipt of the signed coaching agreement will be then sent. So once I receive the signed coaching agreement, I then proceed with electronically invoicing the client. Once the client has signed the agreement, paid the invoice, then we schedule our first session. So it is, Deb has everything in one shot, which is wonderful. And I do it in a step-by-step process. Yep. And everybody can use whatever works for them. I happen to use Acuity scheduling Mm -hmm. for my system. What do you use to send your electronic uh, coaching agreement? I, I email. I, mm-hmm. is it a, a DocuSign or an Adobe yes. document or what yes. do you use? An Adobe document. Okay. So, so they can electronically sign electronic signatures are accepted. Right. And mm-hmm. for those clients that have trouble with all of that, I have a lot of clients who sometimes are technologically challenged at times <laughs> as well, <laughs> then they can actually print it out and sign it. And then they can send me a picture back or scan the document <laughs> using their iPhone or whatever means it is. Yeah. Uh, the, the goal is, is to try to minimize the stress 
involved in the process, right? right. So that's why systems like Acuity, those one and all systems are mm-hmm. really, really nice. But for a lot of new coaches who might not have the resources to invest in some of those programs, there are other ways to do it. You can then start in one way and then based mm-hmm. upon your need and how yep. many clients you have and the operational of your systems yeah. to move to different models. And yeah. I think but, but it doesn't take away however you engage in that delivery method or that process for you in your own practice, your needs, your resources, right? Which is individual to you, right? It doesn't take away from the importance of that signed agreement, that contractual agreement and to not, not mm-hmm. proceed without it. Without it. And I know- we're going to talk in a, a future episode kind of about uh, professional boundaries. Mm. And this is a very clear professional boundary that you and I both have is I will not schedule a session. I will not commence work until the coaching agreement is signed. So yeah. um, we we believe it's a really important one. Right. And because one of the uh, important concepts or components, if you will, of your coaching agreement, and lots of people make their own coaching agreements, right? There's a lot of templates out there. I made my own. Deb, I know you made your own. I I pulled from a variety of different resources to get to an agreement that I felt comfortable with. But there Mm -hmm. are various components of the coaching agreement. And one of them is really understanding the role. Right. And yes. this is also where you can clearly indicate and articulate with a, an acknowledgement by a signature by your coachee that they understand what's involved in the process, including yes. roles and responsibilities, as well as some of those boundaries. Right. Because yes. both Deb and I also sort of work a little differently in packages. Right. So I offer more of a concierge level service where as part of their package, they can access me via text, email, phone in between sessions as needed. But that's defined in the coaching agreement. In addition to the price and how many sessions that package includes and what it includes. Right. The other really important uh, component is what is your cancellation policy? Yes. And, And that's often overlooked in a lot of coaching agreements. Right. But it's an important facet there. Most of us collect payment for packages at the beginning. Mm-hmm. of the process. So if a client is not finding value in the work or it's not a good fit, what does that process look like? What does that process look like if they don't want to work with you anymore? What does that mm-hmm. process look like if they don't show up for a session? Right? right. How do, how does that how does understanding what that return policy is right. or if they don't show up? For a session, are you right. or they cancel in less than twenty four hours? What is your what is your policy? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So outline that in advance. I will mm-hmm. tell you what mine is. I offer a free thirty minute consult call. So once you purchase my package, it's non refundable. Mm-hmm. I gave you the opportunity to interview me mm-hmm. and get to know me and ask me all my questions. And so if you've made the choice to move forward working with me. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's that's the answer. 
Yeah. Which I took a little different approach, right? Which is so great about Deb and I, where we're a whole We show you the options. There's no one. The point is there's no one right answer, Correct. right? Correct. It, it's what you decide. And But again, this is a very conscious decision on your part and how you are going to run your practice. So I do have have a, a cancellation policy and I do have sort of a refund policy. So if after two sessions, the, the client is for whatever reason wants to discontinue the relationship, then I will refund them for the sessions that I will prorate the sessions based on the package and refund the client that amount of money for the remaining sessions. Now that very rarely has happened. Actually, it's mm-hmm. never happened as I'm thinking about all of the years that I've been coaching. And one right. of the reasons why is it's it, it's clearly stated for me, I think it provides some level of assurance for clients, but I'm confident in the value that the client is going to get in the work with me. Right. right. But, it, right. but it's stated and it, it provides sort of a, okay, I, I have the uh, option if it's not, I don't want any client working with me that doesn't feel that it's it's beneficial to them that they're right. getting they're getting what they needed in that relationship. Yeah. Okay. So we've got um, as far as the components go, we want to outline what a coach does, what a coach doesn't do. Right. Legal yes. advice, oh. financial yes. advice, therapy. Yes. We want to talk about yes, co-creating right. that relationship and the response. Co-creating that right. Um, mm-hmm. Cancellation policy. Mm-hmm. Payment policy. If you do a package that's a monthly support package and you've got somebody on a recurring subscription, how does that work if their card get declined, gets declined or yes. they want to cancel? So um, cover that. What about, yeah. um, you called it indemnification. Yes. I have, I have, um, I think I call it litigation limitation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I clearly state that I will not be called as an expert witness or release case notes or anything else. Yeah. Yep. And so how do you feel about that? Exactly. Address it. Yep. Additionally, in that indemnification, I've clearly state that I do not give legal advice. I'm not an attorney. I do not give tax advice. I am not a tax accountant. I do not give financial advice. I'm not a financial, a certified financial planner. Right. So in that indemnification process, you're making it very clear right? Again, this speaks to liability and exposure on the coach's side in terms mm-hmm. of what it is that that the client is clear of what is going to be involved in this process, right? Exactly. So they can't then turn around and come back and say, well, you know, you didn't do this. Well, no, it was no. clearly stated in our agreement that that is not what I do. Correct. Okay. Correct. And, that, and the other big piece is confidentiality. Confidentiality. Mm-hmm. Right? That that everything and the work that they do is confidential to us, mm-hmm. right? All notes, written documentation, emails, correspondence is confidential to the process, to them. Absolutely. Um, I know some coaches um, do record sessions allow mm-hmm. clients to record sessions. Again, that's, it's up to you. I don't, I don't allow any recording. I have known too many times when those recordings have gotten into the wrong hands. I think it, um, I am concerned that there's too much potential for violating confidentiality that way. Yeah. Um, and so and I will the client. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I will not record sessions. 
Yeah. Um, so that's a confidentiality. Uh, that's a piece of the confidentiality agreement in my mm-hmm. coaching agreement. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, when you join my Zoom room, you have to click an agreement that mm-hmm. you understand the session will not be recorded. Nice. I like so, that. Um, I like that, Dad. Yeah. So what are some other, um, what other components? Your responsibilities, identification, confidentiality, payment, cancellation, um, depending on how your agreement, I mean, I think one thing Tracy and I were talking about, I have one overreaching coaching agreement. Mm-hmm. Tracy has different versions. Yeah. So, so talk about yeah. that. So the basic structure is the same, but I do do a sort of overview of the specific type of package or program that that client is working with me on. So for example, if I'm doing pre-mediation divorce coaching with this client and it is a pre-mediation divorce coaching agreement for the most part, they all share similar components, but I do provide a clarifying overview in terms of uh, the the program, the goals, the the overall uh, transformational benefits that this package is inherent with, right? So it provides just a brief description at the top uh, for the client so that they know. And then when I'm in the uh, payment section, because some of my programs have different fees, it's reflected of, again, what that package is, if it's premiation divorce coaching, if it's uh, conflict coaching, if it's co-parent divorce coaching, whatever it is, I then specify that again with the associated cost for that package. So I do provide just a little bit more in terms of clarifying what, if it was a specific package that that mm-hmm. client is going to be working with, with me, but for the most part, all the other components remain the same. Gotcha. Okay. So again, you know, Tracy and I love to demonstrate for you how we both make very intentional but different decisions about how to go about our business. And guess what? Hers works for her and mine works for me. And that's what we encourage you. Yes, talk to other professionals and find out how they do it to get ideas. Mm-hmm. But um, but don't be swayed if that doesn't work for, for you. Absolutely. Again, that picking, right? You can look at different agreements, get people's Mm -hmm. feedback, get their thought processes. You might want to consult with an attorney in regards to liability issues, right? And language Mm -hmm. that protects you as the coach in that coaching relationship, but you need to make it yours, right? You Mm -hmm. need to be intentional in that process, right? Intentional. Intentional. And you are allowed to set whatever boundaries you want to set in your business. It's your business. If you want people to have to give you 48 hours in order to cancel an appointment or they charge or they're charged their whole fee, do that. Yep. If you want to offer a partial refund, do that. If you don't want to offer any refunds, do that. Like you decide. Yeah. You, you decide you want to offer payment plans. You want to do contingency fees, right? I have clients that I offer that, that the fee is paid after they get to their settlement, right? That's a whole nother conversation, but again, specified and clearly acknowledged in the written agreement. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, just to, to sum up, the the main focus we want to 
I guess the main point we want to get across today, right, is yes, tailor your agreement to you. Make sure you have all the important parts in there to protect you and your practice. Choose a delivery method that works for you, whether it's automated or a little bit more manual. But most importantly, don't engage services. Don't be providing services to a client without that contract. Number one, it protects you. Number two, we are professionals. People do not engage with other professionals in other areas of their life where there is not a signed contractual agreement. And you are, you are no different. So we really encourage you to think about the dangers of working without a coaching agreement. The danger is number one, you could put your business at risk, but number two, you are um, not showing yourself as the divorce professional that you are. You're not displaying that to your client and setting those expectations. So that's what we encourage you to think about today. And um, we hope you'll join us next week for another exciting topic that we hope will help you build your business as a professional divorce coach. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.